1: Welcome to episode 24 of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3, blue belt, one stripe.
2: This is Phil Kors, A2, blue belt, no stripes. Well, Philly, it's been a good week this week, right? Yeah.
1: Fun training. Yeah. Glad to be back at training. I had a week off. Longest week of my life. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Happy to do that. Coming up. It's a couple weeks from now. I won't mention it yet. Now go ahead and mention it yet. My two-year anniversary of training jiu-jitsu is coming up. So, I'm looking forward to that. I thought it was in March. Uh, no, I I actually looked. It's February 28th. <laughs> That's impossible.
0: Yeah.
2: February. I'm 8th. sorry, March 28th. over with. March 28th. Yeah, said, yeah so it's what, in March. It? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You made it sound like it was further away. That's like two weeks.
1: Yeah, I know. I know, but, you know, we'll have a special... Podcast, anniversary
2: podcast edition. Okay. Uh, I doubt it, but, you know. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Yeah. That's the same Toro Cup one, though. Do you think they'll move the Toro Cup? Uh, for my two-year
1: anniversary? Yeah. I'll see what Boomer says. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just wanted to, to start out with a quick update. Uh, you know, I know our listeners have been waiting on this information, and that is on our progress, right? What did we say we were going to do about
2: four weeks ago? Yeah, about that turtle. Turtle position, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Well, let's hear it. I'm very proficient now. So. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, I have a better idea, um, for sure. But, you know, it's the same with any position. And it doesn't come up a whole lot, you know. Like, it had pretty much never come up before we specifically set out to work on it a little bit and it still doesn't come up a whole bunch so um i imagine maybe as time goes on you can kind of force that position on people when you kind of know what you're doing and then can kind of work from there but i'm not there yet um and when we train it uh you know figuring out better ways to take the back or or you know keep the good position and when you get there um you're being able to uh recover guard you know or try to the best you can have a better idea for sure
1: yeah and so we're you know we've been doing it in the sunday rolls in our positional uh sparring Uh, i think we've done it a couple times in class as well Mm right um um you know i think the big thing for me is i'm not lost when i'm there anymore you know which seems kind of weird but you know we mentioned we have you know a couple moves in every position well i didn't really have any in turtle position. I, whenever I was on top or really on bottom to try to get out of it either. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like, I feel like that's the progress that I've made is that now I know a couple of things, you know, if they move away from you, if they move towards you. Um, And again, you know, it's going to be a long time till, till we, we have significant improvement, but just knowing, knowing a couple of things to do, I think
2: has been helpful for me. Yeah, no, sure, I like that I like that crucifix position that yeah. we did, um, and the, the back take kind of hopping over, because that's, that was kind of our typical response after, I mean, maybe not even 10 minutes worth of drilling, it was kind of right. like, roll away and try to recover the guard, you know? Yes. You're trying to, when you're on the top guy in the situation, your first reaction is try to pull him in to take the back, so we were just on the bottom, just started rolling away, trying to recover guard, and... The natural counter to that is to try to beat the guy and hop over, um, which didn't feel comfortable for me for whatever reason. I just felt like I couldn't do it fast enough or with any sort of control to where I would land. I felt like I would lose the position more than if I just tried to take side control. Um, but the back, obviously, is better, and it's not very hard. I don't know why. I just It just seemed, wasn't comfortable when I first started doing it. But it's getting more comfortable, but having that idea for... You know, if they go one way to try to take that crucifix uh, type of position, uh, and if they go the other way, try to take the back, um, is good.
1: Yeah, and just for clarification for the listeners, whenever they uh, you're internal and they move away from you, you kind of hop over, put your knee down on their knee, and take the back from there. That's what that's kind of what we're talking about on the away, the tortoise, the crucifix position that we we were discussing as well and i think it all comes down to the that action versus reaction right you know we we always say that that um that the person who acts first is is uh has an advantage even if you've got a little further to go and so you know even if you are the top person and you're hopping over before they make that action of turning away from you that's a that's a good move as well so so cool we still got a lot of work to do on that um but uh but it's definitely better and and um you know I, i'm continuing to work on my triangle mm. and uh, lo and behold i actually like the triangle position now yeah i'm I, i'm more comfortable in it i'm uh i'm seeking it out more and it's there more uh, which obviously it's not there more it's just that i'm recognizing it more sure there. yeah so so that's pretty cool we did some drills this week on that yeah
2: i mean yours has come a long way uh for sure the drill the, the other night Starting in the triangle position, and uh, I'm not sure I got out of one. Uh, I don't. I don't think I did. But yeah, your, I think you did. I your, think you, your triangles come a long way. You think and, you got out of the first one? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny though because you we were talking about it afterwards. Because like towards the end, like that was five minutes or whatever of triangles, and it's like wearing me down. You know, or, like <laughs> that one, I like stood up to try to get a little bit of relief from the triangle you know and then I kind of went back down and I was like I can't get out like it wasn't like a lights out triangle but it was one of the more frustrating ones because it's like I felt like I might be able to fight through it and then it was just kind of like I can't do anything
1: because I had my hand in the opposite collar, and I wasn't really I didn't have it locked in I mean but I had it deep on the hamstring so
2: that was one of the more like kind of a funny submission because it's like it was so slow and it was just Ever so slowly, just getting like a little bit worse, a little bit worse, a little bit worse. Usually, it's like a lights out kind of feel, you know. You lost some brain cells on that. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure of it. And then it was was all downhill afterwards. After that one, everything went downhill. It was just harder and harder to resist anything. But yeah, no, it was good.
1: (laughs) No, it's good. It's good. good. Just from the other end too, you know. From from your defenses, you know, the 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 John was teaching us to swim the arm out and uh, to take the arm under so that whenever you uh, the your opponent who's got the triangle is trying to adjust yeah. and tighten down and get the angle, stuffing grabbing that foot, yeah. yeah, stuffing the hip, yeah. and it's making me better because you're always trying that, you know. You're and so I have to be really cognizant of that and and really keeping my my knee tight and and strategically figuring out when I can when I can put that yeah. foot down on the hip to adjust.
2: And what's crazy is I felt like. I finally felt like I made some progress on triangle defense stuff and where I put my arm just got me wrist locked every time. So I did not make any progress on the triangle
1: defense. Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's slow progress, but, you know, sometimes we have to take one step back to go two steps forward. So, um, so yeah, that's the update on that. And, and next I want to kind of talk about uh, one of the articles that we, uh, posted on our our Facebook page, and that's your training. Part the title of the article is your training partners are not your opponents, mm-hmm. right? And it's um, by Eddie Fribe. Uh Really good article. Um, agree wholeheartedly with many of the things that he says, and maybe uh, take issue with with one of the things he says. Um, so, so just to kind of go through that. Um, you know, looking at it is you, you step back and kind of look at it another way. And and I'll say this, and I said it whenever I I shared the post is that, um, that it took me a while to realize this, I would say a good six months, um, you know, to, to realize that, that that's what we were here for and to really take care of your training partners. And, and it's just the evolution, and and I think back on that, I'm like, how could I not realize that? But I didn't, I didn't, and I learned from it, and, and I, I've I've really taken it heart to ever ever since. But one of the things you have to ask yourself is, uh, you know, the people you're rolling with, are you injuring them? Right? Are you maybe not injured, hurting them? Are you co- consistently hit? You know, hitting them in the face with your knee or or, you know, consistently, I don't know, just these little things that come up, knees, elbows, anything like that. If the answer to that is yes, then you you may be more competitive than learning to just train with your partners to be better. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's, it's not something that they went over in the article, but something that I wanted to bring up because... Because, if again, if you find your your partner's consistently bleeding, you're probably being a little too rough and competitive when you're old.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know? Say that. And if you're the last one on the map. Unless it's
2: Oleg, because he's always bleeding.
1: You, yeah, Oleg does bleed. He is a bleeder. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're right. Uh, but... Uh, and also, another sign that you're that, that guy or girl who's too competitive is that... that Maybe you're the last one to be picked as a training partner each time. You know, if if not, if people aren't lining up to roll with you, then maybe you need to evaluate the way that you're rolling. Right? Mm. And um,
2: so what did you get from the article, Phil? I mean, I agree with most of it for sure. I think, that's, I think I've said it before, but that's one of the um, things I think has helped. Uh, cause I wanted to compete early on mm-hmm. that I never, like I knew where the competition was, I guess, you know, yeah. or I, I felt that way early on. I still get competitive. Like I push myself and try to push the person a lot of times, but, um, I don't, I usually don't feel, um, like negative about anything. Most times, um, I guess it's kind of hard to be 100% honest, but like, you know, or like critical of yourself or whatever. But there's quite a few times where I get swept or submitted or whatever and I end up laughing. Sure. Because it's either cool or funny or I did something stupid again and I'm just kind of laughing at myself for making the same mistake, you know? Sure. Um, but yeah, I think the fact that I compete or like I look for the competition outside. You know, I think that helps me put in perspective who who the competition is. Um, like there's people around my skill level, size level, or whatever that I like to roll with and roll kind of hard to sure get the experience and the practice and, you know, uh, cardio endurance or whatever up for that situation. But at the same time, I'll take that same person. um and drill my weakness against their strength, you know, uh, or try to, like, I'll always go back to a long time ago when we weren't close in skill level, but like, who would land him with a triangle? It was like, I can't get out of your triangle now. Right. Like I was worse before he helped me one day for like an hour or so just triangle after triangle after triangle and me trying to defend it, trying to escape, uh, and to work on it, you know? Um, but never, I mean, it's like, he's happy for me as I get better at defending it, and in turn, it's making him better at doing it, because, you know, all the stuff I'm doing, it only works, everything only works a couple times. Yeah. You know, it's it's just the way it goes. So, as I got better at defending his triangle, it was, I could defend it for a couple hours, and then he figured it out, you know, and then it's back on me to figure out his thing. So, but yeah, that, I... I don't think I'll ever have the experience. Um, Just the nature of when I started training and being the best person in the room. But I think that would be hard for me. Like, I... I I seem to get the most out of being challenged. You know? Yeah. That always trying to close the gap with you or whoever is... That's the driving thing for me. But, yeah, I don't really view the opponent. I I don't... I don't think that's right.
1: Yeah, and and Phil, I... I think you're spot on. I think you're I think you're really good at that. I mean, it's something that I've learned from you over the course of the training is that is that that exposure to and folks we're not saying we're not saying that you give someone everything and just, you know, roll over and not not defend or do anything like that, but a, a tangible example is if if you're going against someone of whatever skill level and you want to test your skill level leave an opening you know whenever you're in guard leave leave your arm down so that they can try a Kimura or a hip bump sweep you know something that you want to try to defend and hopefully something that they want to get better at right yeah so that so that you're both getting getting something out of the the training and and leaving those openings um, to that and 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 depending on the disparity in the in the skill level is depending on how much you actually leave out there for them right mm-hmm. so that they recognize it um, so I think that's I think that's something that's important and what you brought up earlier is kind of what I took issue with in the article and like I said you know uh, to not have competitive roles with your training partners. I think that of the same level, right? I think that's one of the great things about it is to have those competitive roles. Not that I'm, not that it's a competition, but if you're a similar skill level, to really work out your game. And again, you know, I never roll more than seventy percent in unless we're doing competition training. Um, you know, and and just having those training partners. You know, we all have them. I have them. You know uh, you know Jeremiah Mark, all those guys and, and a lot of the guys that are, that are way better than me Charlie and will and all those guys I'm gonna I'm going to do my very best in the role and go 70% and see what they come up with because guess what they're doing the exact same thing with me that I'm doing with other you know white belts or or things of that nature you know? There, it, it, whenever Will and I go together there, I could not get anything on him mm-hmm. if he really wanted me to or Lee or any of those guys but he always allows that so that we can we can work on things and he's working on things
2: as we're doing that as well it, you know, it's not that he's not getting anything out of it either that's what another thing that um, never kind of gets lost in my head is that anytime I get the you know better of a situation that's like literally what it is is just a situation sure that especially like with you you let happen you know if it if we started every time standing up in a completely you know even fight match role whatever it would never be different you know it would always be you're taking me down getting on top kimura or whatever you know
0: yeah
2: and don't I don't think people should like lose sight of that in the training just cause you let me put you in the guard, just cause you let me get a, you know, the Bravo grip that can threaten the baseball choke. Like, you know, it's coming, you know, and you're just dealing with it, experimenting, seeing what happens. Um, so don't let that go to your head, but don't also get too discouraged. Like if it doesn't work and they defend, you know, they, they know it's coming. Like that's, mm-hmm. it's hard to, you know, I just kind of always, re, you know, remind myself or as you think about it, but it's like everything I've seen, people better than me have seen. Yeah. It's like I, it's not, I'm not going to surprise people. Right. My reactions are going to be expected if not, you know, kind of manipulated into, uh, sure. And what I'm going to do is to be expected. So they're, they're doing something with the intention of defending it. So they have the plan before I come up with it, you know, but sometimes I get the better of that situation. If I start on the back and, you know, you work and try something different or whatever, um, I might get the better of that one. Mm-hmm. But from a standup perspective, like I'm not just going to take your back, you know, it's mm-hmm. allowed basically. Um,
1: yeah. And I'll, I'll note one thing is that, but the, you need to
2: do that Yeah, if on your side. you 100%. The, you, yeah.
1: 100%. It, uh, on a on a note with that that Bravo, you're not nearly as rapey now. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're pulling yeah. pulling yeah. the uh, ghee out to get that, you were very rapey <laughs> yes. in the Been beginning on that. that. Yeah, yeah, not
2: very subtle. Just kind of cavemanish, taking your clothes off. It's <laughs> not good. So Trying to be a little
1: smoother. And you know, just just to kind of reiterate what what you're saying there, too, Phil, is that that um, you know. In the setups that that we do, they're not the best setups, and so we can recognize those better, right? Whenever you're getting that Bravo uh, uh, grip and trying that baseball choke, we recognize those so that when uh, someone who's really good at the baseball choke, like Ben Holder down in uh, down in Spartanburg who has a phenomenal baseball show so that we recognize those earlier when we're getting in that situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, it, it, it helps in that way too to allow that and to to kind of um, facilitate that sort of interaction. Uh, it makes it makes both people better. And, and like you said, I have to work on defending the back. Your back offense has gotten a lot better. As is everyone's. We've been working on that a lot. Mm-hmm. And and therefore that has to that makes my defense
2: come up or I get choked either one and either's okay yeah you know it doesn't matter I I kind of got sidetracked myself too but going back to I don't think I'll ever be the best person in the room just because of when I started training or whatever but right if I was it's kind of like that might be boring you know like that because it would take pushing everybody else to get better. To then push yourself because I don't see how, if I only grappled for the rest of my life with people who never trained before, I probably would not get a whole lot better.
1: Uh, I think you would. I think you would find ways to get better, but it would definitely be a very, uh, very flat learning curve. Okay. You know?
2: And not fun.
1: No. No, that's half the fun getting those people better than you. And I think you have to roll with those people who are the same skill level as you too. I mean, I think that's a, that's a big thing. Not all the time, you know, not all the time. Do you want to do that? But, but I think rolling, I think equally rolling with people that are better than you and people who are not as good as you are, are what helps your game. You know, the people who are not as good as you to a, um, work on your offense as people who are better than you to work on your defense. hmm You
2: know? Yeah, i i do my best to mix it up every... every... class or open mat or whatever is go up and down the... up and down the ladder, so to speak, with people who are... I can put in a bad position and work on and people who are gonna put me in a bad position that I need to work out of. I... you know. So, I mean, I get more satisfaction sweeping you or escaping your submission than I do getting tapped from somebody who's never trained before. It doesn't feel like an accomplishment. It doesn't feel like I got better. Right. You know, I prefer I'd a hundred percent prefer a very small victory with someone like you who's better than me versus somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. It doesn't feel like I've accomplished anything. Yeah. I've heard before, like Jiu Jitsu actually is cheating. Like if you somebody doesn't know what they're doing. I'm just cheating because I've practiced. Yeah. It's the improvements, the addicting part.
1: Agreed. And and like uh, one of those things, just uh, for example on that, whenever, you know, you've got someone that you're training with that's not as skilled as you are. You know, one of the things that I've been working on, well, I've been working on a lot of stuff, but one of the things is, uh, is that S-mount from Mount.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: And, you know that's that's good to be able to do that on those folks because it gets you more it, it gets you um, more in tune with the setup you know with having the arm up with getting actually getting into the position and for me not being totally obvious getting into the position and, yeah and and making the transition to that a little smoother so you know that's something I've been working on and. and or just a number of things, and, and I think, like you said, it's it's a good thing, and it is it is more fulfilling whenever you get the smaller victories on those that are
2: better than you. 100%, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. So. And it's also hard to choose, right? Because there's only... There's I mean, so you jump much. up and cheer sometimes whenever you sweep me. That's weird, though. Yeah. No, no I... Kind of well, hard. I'm doing it because we're recording. So, <laughs> it's live for all the fans. So, um Yeah. But there's only so much time to work on stuff. Like, Mm. that's one of the frustrating things, right? Like, you want to work on S-mount, but then I started trying. Now, most of the time, I'm in the mount. I'm trying to take the back.
1: Yeah, no. So I'm not
2: trying to work S-mount as much. I like the S-mount. I need to get better at it. But it's, there's, you know, first off, I'm not good enough to get to the mount all the time. So it's rare that I'm there in the first place. But when I am now, it's kind of working on just being annoying until people get a shoulder off the ground so I can try to start sneaking underneath. Yeah no agreed. it's only so
1: much time to work on this stuff you're right you're right that's why we get the back transitions from places other than Mount.
2: yeah but you know I'm very very single minded when I'm <laughs> no I know <laughs> one thing at a time I know. <laughs> we'll work on that um
1: <laughs> um so yeah it's a great article uh that's why we shared it um I think it's something that that everyone can take away from, uh, from the article. There's something there for everyone. And, and, you know, even if it just makes you more self-aware of, Hey, is this, or yeah, self-aware is good words for it. Is that, that, you know, you realize, uh, you realize that, that maybe you are that, that person in the room that that people might not want to roll with and, and then you can change that. You know, you can, that's easily changed. Again, like I said, I changed it. Whenever I, I you know, I'm dense. It took me a long time to figure it out. And whenever I did, it changed. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so you can too. So, so yeah, go check the, uh, check the article out if you would on our, on our Facebook page. Um, I shared that a couple of days ago. Next, this is one of my favorite topics. Oh, I felt like legs there. One of my favorite moves. Um, uh, is how to convince your friends or others to do jiu-jitsu.
2: Yeah. Why is it so hard? It's way harder than it should be. Way harder? Yeah, I don't know. Way harder. Like you see the, there's always the example I'll go to, like CrossFit people or like the keto guy. Or the vegan or whatever. They don't shut up about what they're doing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And definitely that guy with jujitsu. jitsu Yeah. Um, maybe that's why it's not working. Maybe. But everything relates to jujitsu jitsu to me. Yeah. And uh, I feel it's super important to let everybody know. They don't seem to care, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're not as obnoxious
2: about it as you make it seem, but... But my buddy was in town last weekend, and uh, I gave him the hard sell for the entire 20 hours we spent together. Shout so, out uh, to Mike. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was there. I was supposed to tag team. <laughs> me and Phil were
1: tag teaming him. So, so he was. That uh, didn't, yeah. right. nah, didn't, didn't, didn't sound right. Nah, it didn't sound right. It sounded terrible. We're, we're, <laughs> with regards to
2: jujitsu uh, <laughs> so, and other things. but it, <laughs> But yeah, just thinking about it, and it's like he'd be. I mean, he's. The same age as me. He's in the military. He's in phenomenal shape. Jacked. Jacked. That guy's yeah. jacked, man. Yeah,
1: he's, his arms are as big as your waist.
2: Yeah, he's a big big guy, you know? And uh known him since high school, so he didn't know he's looked like that. But it's like if he just committed half of that to jujitsu, he'd be world champion. But like he's yeah. super dedicated. But I'm like, you would love this.
1: And super nice guy. Like I feel like his mindset would be right. Yeah. Everything and and he was already into martial arts, right? He's doing boxing boxing now.
2: Yeah. I feel like I got to him with the whole like brain stuff because it's like how many times can you get punched in the head before you you know and then you're not gonna notice you know but I think if he tried it, I think if everybody tried it, you know, and gave it a fair chance and kind of let it work can't go wrong you know what's it hurt to try it in six months of your your life for something that may make it totally better but i don't know yeah it's harder than you think i don't do you have any friends that
1: um no no you don't have any <laughs> yeah you're right about that <laughs> no
2: everybody uh everybody pretty much that i'm friends with is through jiu-jitsu and uh due to time factors of always being at jiu-jitsu i don't see that changing um and I don't get why people wouldn't want to do it, you know, even if it's twice a week. Yeah. Well, you've it's got two a, hours. You've got a female friend, right? And she doesn't do jujitsu. Yet. Working uh, working on uh, some of that. We'll What's say. your strategy there? Trap them in the bed till they, you know, bridge and roll. Yeah. Get you off. It's on the way to get out of the bed. It's a good idea. It's a good idea.
1: And, <laughs> you know, another approach is always working on the kids
2: you know get the kids to do it the well, that kids seems do to it. be parents good. do it that right? seems to be a good one there's it's a lot kind of, of a lot of parents I see start but yeah um or that train that their kid trains or whatever and i I was late to uh the kids class or whatever so I had already trained with the parents not even realizing their kids were already doing it um but that that one makes the most sense to me I think
1: no no doubt about it and then um you know another thing that that may seem obvious but if you're if your school is running a self-defense seminar for those who are untrained or if they're like like we do like John does um, or if they're they're hosting you know kids from the community to come in for self-defense classes or anything share those on Facebook get it's a numbers game right you, yeah. it, the more people that that have exposure to it the more interest
2: there may be you just, I just remembered but last week they had uh, two or three classes come in from a high school and a middle school um as like an introduction to jujitsu. Mm-hmm. And oh like I don't know a better way to demonstrate how this stuff works than, than what John did, but he had Gavin who weighs maybe fifty pounds, you know, yeah. on uh on a high school girl in the mount. Just stay in the mount. Like just push this little kid off and get up. Yeah. Know, just to prove that like it's not as easy as you think it is yeah and it's a lot more practical than you think it is like just knowing how to get someone like i can't i can't take it serious now like we were just talking about that movie what was the movie called i forget the name with patrick swayze point break so point break i'm getting a haircut that's on the tv i'm looking and patrick swayze is like two hand choking keanu reeves in the ocean and it's just like dude bridge like get them off like this should take half a second and you can't take the movie seriously once you see some of that stuff now uh i heard dean lister on the jackal podcast talking about that where he's like somebody puts a you know a rear naked choke on somebody and they're dead you know for yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and he's like they're gonna wake up in 10 seconds what are you doing so, <laughs> exactly <laughs> but uh, yeah so that that kills it but it's like that's the situation right they're Mm-hmm. What's What better way to demonstrate? Like, just put somebody who's half the size or less on top and don't do anything. Don't tack them. Just stay on them.
1: And, and like, conversely, putting someone who's double your size on top of you and see how easily you escape yeah, them. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's going to happen. That's right. going to happen. So, yeah, that's a, that's certainly a good good example. And, man, strong work on the barbershop you're going to. Play a point break. Yeah. Nice nice work there. Yeah. Quite like that. I like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think that's really important. And actually, um, you know, uh, I was mentioned to you earlier. Whenever I did uh, at, at our at our company training out in Las Vegas this year, um, we always in in years past I always shift the maps my mats out there, and we've done jiu-jitsu in the morning with the people who who had already been into jujitsu so that we could get some training in while we were out there. And this past year I, um, uh, me and, and, uh, Schluter and, um, uh, and Kirk, we did a, uh, introduction to jujitsu, um, for the people, because there were people that in years past said, Hey, how about if we're new, can we come? And we'd always said yes, mm-hmm. but we really tailored it to them, which was great. We had like, Twenty, I think we had like 22 people show up at 6 a.m. in the morning to train for an hour. And we did exactly that same type of uh, demonstration that, that Gavin mm-hmm. did, that John had Gavin do. And then taught him some really basic stuff. And they really enjoyed it. And um, I, I was so happy whenever, whenever one of the participants... Um, tag me in a Facebook post and, and her, her campaign has started from that exposure that we gave him. So, awesome. so, so it, it, it's very fulfilling that way. Um, you know, Hey, my buddy Russell, who just got his blue belt, you know, got him into it. Um, Derek, and here's the thing, Derek's into it. You know, he's doing really good. He's at Mark Kukura school and now both of his girls are doing it and his wife. Did his wife start? His, yeah, his wife's his wife's gone to ten classes now, Thank probably you. more since that was since Sunday, um, <clears throat> but yeah, and and whether you know it or not, you know, I, I mean, we've talked about this before. It, it's been a both a physical and mental change in my life, mm-hmm. big time, and those people, they were already convinced when they saw that tangible physical change. Yeah. You know, they were like, I got to do that. That seems like it's going to be really cool. So, just a, a recruitment by example, I think, it, is one of the things. Yeah. Um, probably, maybe the best thing.
2: Yeah. I think you, uh, especially with you, with, you know, you have a bunch of friends anyway, but they all saw where you were physically. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, the mental one definitely changes. People can't see that as right. easily. Right, right. There's no hiding the fact that you lost an entire person off your body to, <laughs> that's to where you are now. It is true. I mean, that's that's a huge change. So, I mean, and, and at the same time, you talk about how much you love it, right?
1: Yeah.
2: A lot of people want to get in better shape, and exercising sucks. I mean, it's just not fun. It does suck. I mean, running sucks. Yeah. So, when they see how fun it is... And then the fact that you are going to get in better shape and get a little bit stronger you know it's like i think we can all agree it's a no-brainer i don't know why people don't do it but
1: yeah it is a no-brainer but there you know there are a lot of things that you can do to help facilitate that and and we we you mentioned sarah earlier you know she's got a lot of facebook friends she Shares it all the time. She's getting a lot of people in there. And like I said, it's a numbers game, man. There's a certain percentage of people who don't know. I can't believe that there are some people that don't know about jiu-jitsu. I I had no idea
2: what it was before I started. Yeah. Like, I just thought it was some weird magic stuff. Like, you know, you hear about it. Like, people would use the term, like, mental jiu-jitsu when you tried to, like, manipulate them. You know, had everybody use that a lot. But, you know, it's... You just think it's some kind of weird magic or whatever until you start... It kind of is. But, you know, it. I had no idea what it actually was. So if everybody
1: out there listening on a podcast gets one person to join, that should be the... That's my goal every year. I want at least one person to join
2: every year that I know. Yeah. You know? I mean, that... Because I think that... You know, obviously we trickled too, when Didn't you, they your get other friends. Well, get... not even that, but like the other friends that they wouldn't even get. They'd be like, "Man, everybody's doing this. Everybody seems to be having fun." Like, I don't know, what do you even do? Like, just watch TV and stuff after work. Like, how long can you really do that? It's terrible. I don't know. I have no idea what I was wasting my time on. I
1: don't know. I'm not it anymore. Um. You know another way another way to help. Uh, we do uh, John and Charlie. They always do l- like public events like Denver Days. Yeah. They, br- they have a they have a booth or a, a pop up at, at Denver Days. They do a demonstration. They did a demonstration at one of the uh, one of the minor league baseball mm-hmm. games, which is cool. Um, <clears throat> you know, ask how you can help. Share the events on Facebook. Share them wherever you. You go and also go and participate. You know that we had at uh, was it at Joey's, where we were beside um, uh, the, the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. It, you know that we had mats out and we we're just rolling around. And people were coming up and asking us what we were doing. You know, and to share that experience with them to expose them to what we're doing, mm-hmm. and to be a positive influence in that in that respect, and to you know really talk to them about what why it is, because everybody's. You know, everybody has their own reason for doing jujitsu. For starting jujitsu, mine was, you know, fitness, and obviously that's changed. Uh, that's changed along the way, but that's still an underlying reason that I do
2: it for as well. Well, you got to do it one way or the other. Yeah. Have fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So doing that, um, you know, participate if your school's doing anything like that, or if you see an opportunity for it, bring it up. Uh you know that, that's a that's a good way to, another good way to get numbers so that those percentages
2: go up whenever you are recruiting people and what I forget about is how how excited everybody gets with the throws, oh like yeah, the demonstration yeah, yeah. Or like the choke where you just kind of bend at the waist like you're really not doing anything mm-hmm. but it's a big throw if you're not used to it you know and everybody's like oh wow, you know mm-hmm. exciting stuff, so
1: it's yeah, funny. definitely. Um, and last thing
2: that uh, Phil and I are going to work to bring back, that's Dojo Story. That's right, yeah. Going to the, uh... Karate schools? Middle, middle school wrestling gyms and... No, don't do that. that might, <laughs> might, it might hurt you, Phil. Don't do that. <laughs> that's a good point.
1: <laughs> Get a hold of somebody like Joey, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we're just kidding. Uh, not kidding, but kidding, kidding. Uh, but those were always interesting, right? Those old Gracie videos of that that whenever people would come in. It'd be funny. Can you imagine if somebody came in today to our school? Wouldn't that be fun? I'd like to see it. It'd be so fun. Um, probably be much to see. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you're probably right. Uh,
2: so. Tell the folks out there how they can support us, Phil. Facebook, Instagram. I had one more. What was the other one? I had forgotten. Twitter. Twitter, yeah. There was one I forgot to mention last time. Really? Yeah.
1: Like or subscribe to the podcast app, whatever podcasting app you do.
2: Yeah. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Store. Leave the comments, for sure. Topics. Stitcher? Any topics. No, we like Joe, actually, Joe, um, on the same thing, Joe Combo, uh, one of our training partners, mentioned that other podcasts, the uh, Just Jiu-Jitsu podcast, there's only a handful, but I listened to the Chokes episode, of course, because... Duh! What other episode <laughs> were you going to listen to? But it was really good. Um, like a 45-minute episode, like kind of like this one with, uh, what is it, Crosley? Croiler Gracie. Croiler Gracie. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really good, so um whoops wrap it up no <laughs> 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 giving you giving you the book giving you the boot <laughs> no no Crawler Grace. Oh, youtube is the one i keep forgetting so some oh, of these yeah. episodes are on youtube and we have all the stuff from the origin camp there um jeff has you know cooking tutorials on there yeah. other cool stuff so Very check cool. out the youtube page the bj campaign podcast that's what I keep forgetting to mention. Yeah,
1: you're right. Again, great resource. there.
2: We are not there yet, but we're going to figure out how to do these live, and they're going to be live on YouTube shortly. Yeah, that locked up on us. I, I don't know. We've been your You so might be able to that. just use your phone or something because it shouldn't be a big deal. I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's not use your phone. You've got no. My problem. phone sucks.
1: <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and and like subscribe leave comments for us go on the facebook page if you've got a topic you want you want us to to bring up want us we're to talk article, about
2: actually because hmm? we're we're doing the articles and stuff which i think are good but if you if you see an article you want us to look at talk about whatever share send it to us in messengers yeah. and you know
1: bjj campaign podcast and um uh we also have do you have the new website up no Shirts for sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to support that way and get a sweet shirt, that shirt is sweet. Mm-hmm. Thanks to a uh, boomer at uh, Tori BJJ for that. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's some ways to support us and, and thanks for all your support. Um, we appreciate it. And, uh, if, you're not out there doing something to make yourself better each and every day. Get out there and do it. Phil and I choose jiu-jitsu. Maybe you will too. Peace.
0: I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them right, right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains. You know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh, slap it up, bump it, and roll. Hey! Yeah, that's the way that it goes. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game You're feeling the gross That's time on the mat. we put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know But we train for the love of the game The love of the art Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll Let's roll, let's roll, let's roll, let's roll